Hello, I'm Isabel Basina Lupo. I'm a writer and filmmaker, and this is Almost 40. I started writing a blog when, well, I was almost 40. Now I'm almost 50, and looking back at this journey, I can see how writing helped me get through what at the time I couldn't grasp completely. It is my hope these short reflections can help anyone who's navigating a similar path. I invite you to join me as we explore the ups and downs of the main protagonist's journey from her late 30s on. This is an age where all women begin defining and evolving into who they really are. My explorations will draw reflections inspired by my life circumstances of experiencing my parents' age, going through divorce, dating and finding love again, being a mother, a daughter, and struggling to define a career. As women, we have been programmed to want certain things from romance. The love story, the proposal, the ring, getting married and living happily ever after. I still think it's beautiful to strive for romance. I have to say, my marriage fulfills all I wish for romantically, so I'm not suggesting to become cynical about it, but more like shifting that focus of romance to yourself. It's the key of true love, when you love and respect yourself first, and you learn to love to be alone. Only then the right person that fits those new expectations will appear. It seems simple, but it took me years to understand that no relationship defines you, no matter how long. You define yourself. Let's start with us first. Happy Valentine's Day. Destiny in Cursive Letters. Some girls dreamed for decades for that special ring. From the first moment they set eyes on that romantic scene from their typical rom-com. Dreamy guy on his knee takes out that special little box and all the hearts of the romantic dreamers suddenly beat as one, galloping faster and faster to the point of orgasmic inspiration. To our disadvantage, our minds now have the perfect scene, with background music and all. That is exactly how it will be. It will be amazing, wonderful, spectacular. Our veins run not with blood, but little, tiny, microscopic red hearts beating all at once, rejoicing in joy for our ring and the promise behind it. My ex-husband, Sean, gave me one of those once. But being the practical person he is, he took me shopping for it to the department store. I was 20, he was 26, and we were being helped by an eager salesperson who began explaining to us what the clarity of a diamond meant, hoping his day was made on a Tuesday morning sale. But to the salesperson's disappointment, his explanation about clarity was, well, so clear that Sean was drawn to a beautiful ring that looked perfect except did not have the clarity of the other more expensive ones. Being that we were not rich and no diamond experts, we loved it. 
We pay on my credit card, which he reimbursed back to me by the next week as promised. Suddenly, I became a fiancé. Two kids decided it was time to take that big step, not having any idea what they were doing. I loved my ring with awe. My friends were impressed, even though none of them were crazy enough to marry that young. But their sigh at first sight of the ring was genuine. Little hearts run through their veins, their hearts beating as one, if only for one second. The joy of a dream was born, the promise of a happy ending. Years later, when Sean and I divorced, that ring came off my finger forever, and so did all our dreams. For us and our beautiful daughter, the end of an era had arrived. My gorgeous ring went inside a safe. He has stayed there since, not seeing the light of day in quite some time. Except for when, upon request, I showed it to my daughter and promised it would be hers one day. I'm sure the ring can't wait for that moment to arrive, for it must be very lonely in a dark safe, full of USB drives and boring documents. What fun is that for a girl's best friend? For some time after the divorce, I wore nothing, hoping the sun would erase the pale imprint left on my finger. And eventually, it did. So, I began my quest for the coveted position to grace my single finger once again. By then, I had met someone. My boyfriend's name was Matthew, and he had surprised me with a trip for my birthday to San Agustin. We walked all over town, holding hands, kissing at crossroads, and taking pictures of one another. Suddenly, a cute shop opened up to us, like a mirage saving us from our long walk on a Florida summer's day. And of course, we walked in. While shopping around, I felt the need to turn to the side, as if Cupid himself had poked me with his arrow. And there it was. The ring. It wasn't real gold, not even gold-plated. It read the word love in cursive letters, and it was the closest to little hearts in my bloodstream I had felt in a while. I bought it and put it on with excitement. Joy, I'm sure Matthew thought was cute without grasping the depths of it. That ring has been with me ever since. Two breakups with Matthew, a few attempts to reconcile, and our last breakup. The ring has been there for the bad and the good times with him. During the joyful times, my fingers met very closely with his. His soul's stories intertwined with mine. It had been there for me also during the many auditions I went to as an aspiring actress, witnessing success, but also rejection more often than I hoped for. At a fan commercial audition I went to, where I had to place ornaments on a Christmas tree, I heard a faint sound, like a pin hitting the ground in slow motion. I disregarded it since I thought it was an ornament falling. I didn't even think of looking down until I touched my finger while leaving the building, realizing the ring had left me. Immediately I thought of going back, but something stopped me. It was time to let go. Whoever finds it needs it more than I do now. 
I said my goodbyes to it with a big smile that filled my bloodstream with little hearts, so little you can only see them with a microscope, beating us one, if only for a second. The joy of a dream was born. But this time, the promise of a happy ending didn't come from a relationship or a ring. For the first time, it came from within. Thank you, Giacomo, for this song. This is Lover's Rock by Giacomo. You can find him at all music media platforms. Please follow us at Almost 40 Podcast on Instagram. That's all for today. Thank you for listening. See you next time in Almost 40.